Hello, you're listening to Reviewing History, your comedy history podcast. I'm filmmaker and teacher Brian Rupert, joined here by, as always, Stephen Bagliaco. And? And Jay Gow. Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, he's, he's back. He's back. He's back. You left us. Like Michael Keaton returning to Batman. He left us. Yeah. He left us. That's happening, right? It's not yeah. what it's I'm going to do. Yeah. No, you'll never leave us. No. no. Um, yeah, he's going to be the Batman Beyond, right? In Flash? You no, know, he's playing in the Flash? Batman 1989 in the Flash movie. Uh, oh, that's and they're, not interesting at all. I thought uh, they were doing a Batman Beyond movie. Nope. And they're doing Ben Affleck as Batman again in it. Because they can't uh-huh. sell the Flash movie. So if you look at the Super Bowl trailer that dropped in our time yesterday, it's all just Batman shit. Yeah. Like the Flash, the guy who plays the Flash is like a degenerate criminal, right? Yeah, like yeah. he's unmarketable. Like he kidnapped someone. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Like an underage Is this a Snyder film? No. Uh, no. But he is the the Flash from the Snyder movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Do you like the Flash? As a character? Yeah. I do like the Flash. I actually watch the CW show. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Cartoon? Like a cartoon? No, no, it's a CW live action flash show. Oh, okay. It's in its last season, season nine. Oh, I see. Now, you you like the Marvel heroes better. I'm a Marvel guy. But as far as the DCs go, give me your top three. Top three? DC characters? Brian's a comic book guy. He knows all this shit. Number one, Superman. Not even a question. Mm -hmm. Incredible character. Number two? Does it have to be superhero or can it be any character? I mean, that's what we're talking about, right? The heroes. Yeah. Joker is like a known guy. Joker's been ruined by just becoming such a cheese dick edgelord pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, I used to love the Joker. It's like you pick him, you're just like, oh, I could do the voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, so the best best Joker of the last like 30 years is Jared Leto. Oh, yeah, sure. Heroes only. I think think everybody feels that way. Yeah, I think that's the consensus on Tattoos. Tattoos make a villain. Any, true. Anyway, so Superman number one. Number two is probably Kyle Rayner as the Green Lantern. Just okay. the Green Lantern? Uh, like, I thought, wait, what? There's multiple Green Lanterns. Like, different people get the ring. Is that the black guy from uh, the dog? No, from that's, the cartoons? that's John Stewart. Oh. Kyle Rayner is... Uh, I thought he hosted the Daily Show. <laughs> da 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 isn't that the da- Daily Show's thing? I don't know. I didn't uh, watch that shit. Uh, anyway. <laughs> and my third DC character is probably is probably the Flash. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Avoiding the Batman. Well, we know I don't like Batman as right. a character. I find he him boring. I don't want to get yeah. into the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we may have new listeners that, that like me. I don't want to keep it that way. <laughs> <laughs> he don't like the bat. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Oh, I, yeah, I, you got some I favorite think DCs? I like the Batman the best. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not a comic book fan. <laughs> exactly, guy. exactly. Yeah. A joke. I like the Batman. He's fun. Yeah. He sucks. <laughs> 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 Fucking flat. You feel the same way, don't character. you? No, I love Aquaman. Really? Yeah, and uh, <laughs> you can't even pretend. He's trying to think of another character, and he can't. Just an obscure DC character. I like Booster Gold. Booster, Booster Gold's Gold. cool. Oh, okay. Is he? Yeah. <laughs> People like him? Yeah. <laughs> I only know that because I was around I like when you were buying that. Black yeah. Adam. Oh, that's The Rock. Is that DC? Yeah, that is. Yeah, I like Black Adam. <laughs> I like a guy, Adam, who happens to be black, who lives down the block. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy. <laughs> 
we call him Black <laughs> Adam. Get him over here. <laughs> Clearly, you live. Which in- <laughs> which which Adam do you want to come hang out with today? The black one. <laughs> Black Adam. <laughs> Do you live in like a completely racist neighborhood <laughs> where everyone refers to him as Black Adam? Well, because there's two Adams. Thing. We have to differentiate. <laughs> how, how else could you? You say Adam, you don't want both coming. All right. The white one comes right. like, I got to fucking hang out with this dickhead. You got dickhead no room today. on your sofa. <laughs> <laughs> it's a love seat. I don't have room for three. I only right. have room for right. two. That's no right. menage a trois. Um, <laughs> All right. We're here to talk about the king. <laughs> the king. Believe it or not. <laughs> 2019, uh, The King. Yeah. <laughs> now, I thought Austin Butler was pretty good in this. I thought he was a pretty good Elvis. What did you guys think? Oh, The King. That's, uh, yes. Clam bake. Gonna yeah, have a clam bake. Clam Mama's bake. little baby loves clam bake, clam bake. Mama's little baby loves clam bake, too. If you don't know clam bake, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> If you're watching on YouTube, I'm sure the clam bake. Clip <laughs> oh, it's, up for a I can't wait to put it in because I, I have to watch each clip to make sure I'm doing the right thing. And I love a good clam bake. Yes, you know. Um, the King, who was in this? <coughs> Leave uh, that in. <laughs> you may know uh, Cough Cough, famous actor. It's one of the. <laughs> it's one of the Frenchmen. <laughs> the Frenchman. Named <laughs> <laughs> Brian's so unhealthy. Um, I coughed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what? It's just no matter what you do, he's going yeah. for the jugular today. <laughs> so, no, who is I'm the main sorry. character? This is one of the most awkward shows we ever had. Can we just address that for a second? This just feels weird. Really? What? I think so. So far, right. I don't right, know. Fine. Okay. Yeah. Now it definitely does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the main character is actually like a pretty famous person. Timothy point. Chalamet. Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. You may know him from Dune. Dune. And that he, he was like a gay guy. Oh, he's guy the Dune. Too. Yes, he was in uh, yeah. Call Me by My Call Name. Call Me by I My Name. Think. Yeah. Oh, I've Dune. never even heard of that. Uh, good actor. I, good actor. This movie made me realize I like watching Timothy Chalamet and stuff. Yeah. He's a good actor. He's excellent he is, in this. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's your first thoughts of this, Brian? Your first thoughts of this movie? So Ant texted us as he was watching it, and he's like, this is amazing. I think yes. I was premature with that. So you said that, and then I was, I'm watching it, and I'm waiting for my balls to be blown off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. I was loving the movie. Oh, yeah. Um, I think I texted you something similar. So this, I, yeah. I think the the... the f- all the way through, it's it's. Listen, I'm not trying to uh, say it sucks or anything. There was the the end of the movie pissed me off, and I feel yeah. like kind of ruined it. It's uh, a okay. little weird the very end. The, the end By the way, not uh, happy. let me just say this: this is the most inaccurate movie we've ever done, and we've done Braveheart. <laughs> um, it more inaccurate than Last Samurai. Yes. Yeah. Yes, there's like there's nothing. This in is this. fucked up. This movie. I'm so happy that but, he's. Um, it all works and it's good. Okay, you know what I mean. Well, I, I feel the accuracy doesn't come with the actual story, but more so as the time of like fighting and stuff. Here's like that. the thing: there's two ways you know? to do the Henry V story. Mm-hmm. You could either just take the Shakespeare play and do that, which I think this movie's closer to the Shakespeare than it nope, is. No, they fuck they fuck that up too. 
Okay, good. I'm glad you're here to say that. So they they fucked up the play, and they fucked up real history, and they did this weird, like, their own take. Yeah. But it works for the movie. The movie works. Yes. Do not watch this and think you're you're learning something. Right. Listen Uh, to us, and then you know you're learning something. Yeah. Where are the knowledgeable ones here? That's that's how it's done. <laughs> I do the, one of the reasons that uh, I did this pick is we love to talk about some of the military uh, history and background in battles. And I saw a clip of one of the fight scenes, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Ooh, it's very rare you see a big fight scene with like armored knights, like close combat scenes like that." And I was like, "We got to give this a shot and see what the deal is." Well, I, it's Ashen Core, right? Which is yes. probably the most famous medieval battle of all of them. Um, yeah. People know this one. We talked about it a little bit. I think we mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah. This is this is. Uh, I think when people talk about Henry V, he's probably on the short list of greatest English monarchs. Agincourt uh, is definitely on. If, if you were to like, if someone was to make a list of the most important battles in English history, it's that. Maybe not most. Well, yeah. This. This would qualify, but I, just greatest English victories ever. Mm-hmm. It's if it's not number one, it's in the top three. Mm-hmm. Um, now, because I specifically don't like to look much of the history unless I'm like mm-hmm. really involved. Uh, I feel like you had a good backing of this, so I didn't have to. Was the unification through Henry a thing? Yes. So they did get something a little on track. Yeah. Um, Well, that's going to play into kind of the instability of the previous two rulers. His father. His father and and Richard II. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll talk about that in a second. Um, Yeah. Uh, But what what did you you think of the movie, Bring? I liked it. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. I thought the last 10, 15 minutes kind of changes the movie too much to be a modern Gen Z critique of, like, the old guard almost. Is that what it's supposed to be? Really? That was how I read it, and we'll talk about it more when we get there. Sure. Mm -hmm. But I thought it kind of betrays the source material for a modern viewpoint. It does. Yes. And that is my... (laughs) That is the main (laughs) issue I have with the storytelling, and it doesn't land. Yeah, I agree. And it's kind of tacked on. Yes. Mm. But I was loving it up until that. I'm on the opposite side of you guys here. I think the ending was really good. Because it played, it tied into the story very well. It betrays Henry mm-hmm. as like a... He actually fucked up. He fucked up. Yeah. It betrays as a him great as, man. Uh, it betrays him For, as a young, gullible person. Which is not what he was. <laughs> well, it, in this, he's he yeah. becomes king at a young age. He's not experienced. Oh yeah, it fits with the story. Yeah, it does. Well, that's, yeah. that part of it is true. But yeah, yeah we'll get into it. Yeah, of um, course. Should we just dive into the movie? I, I think I so. Suppose, yeah, I, th- I think the before we dive into the movie, background? we need a little bit of background. Okay. okay. So what? What? Where are we? Fifteenth century. We are in the early fourteen uh, hundreds when the movie begins. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna go back a little further. So the British, the English, I should say, had this thing called the Anjovian Empire, which was... Uh, I hate when they put, like, the toppings on my pizza. I hate anjovians on my pizza. They created the Caesar salad dressing. Yes, they uh-huh. did. Can I tell you guys something? Yes. I've been eating so many Caesar salads. <laughs> Why? I, th- I love them. <laughs> okay. like, have I've you never, never before? I just never really was into what? them. But that's I, that's but, my thing. 
but I've been having chicken Caesar salads left and have right. You had I can't get Caesar enough. Wraps? Dude, this is a new experience for me. That's my go-to move. I go to a diner to chicken <laughs> Caesar wrap. What are you doing with your life? I'm I'm ready to learn from You're you. You're ready. Yeah. <laughs> it's warm under this wing. <laughs> <laughs> I can teach you how to fly. <laughs> um yeah. So 15th century. They owned a lot of land in France. In fact, more of France than the French owned. Really? Yes. Are okay. the Franks at this point? No, they're the French. They're the French at this yeah, point. Yeah. How far back are we? This is like the middle of the Hundred Years' War, right? We're actually kind of starting the Hundred Years' okay. War with this. Um, the, the monarch, Richard II, is not a good king. He's tyrannical. He, he is, is not Richard the Lionheart. No. Richard, that's Richard I. Uh, Richard II was big on just like confiscating the lands of his nobles. Uh, he'll kill people if they if he thinks that they're betra- traitors. He'll exile them. Very rude. Um, and he has he's losing wars all over the place. And the French have actually taken most of the English lands back uh, that are in France. And this will make him very unpopular. The Duke of Lancaster, Henry, who is the... Amish. (laughs) No. The Duke of Lancaster. I've been there. There's a lot of Amish in Lancaster. Not Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Brian. Good archery shop there, too. Um, Has been exiled to France. He's been kicked out of England, and he's not happy about it. Um, Meanwhile, Richard goes on campaign in Ireland, and he brings all of the soldiers in... England with him. To Ireland? Yes. Um, that's a bad move. That's a bad move because the uh, Henry over in Lancaster, over in France, over in Pennsylvania. is gathering an army to reinvade England. And when he lands, everybody joins him. All the nobles get on board, and any soldiers around that are still around, which are not many, will join up with him. And he confronts Richard, wins, arrests him, puts him in the Tower of London. He's Kills put, him. He's put on trial by Parliament, and Parliament will say he is a tyrant and is uh, and will support the usurpation of his throne by Henry. Henry is now Henry the Fourth. Um, Richard will be there, there'll be a rebellion of like supporters of Richard. Mm-hmm. They lose. Uh, he gets moved to to Lancaster actually to be put in a prison there. And will quietly be de- disposed of. And he still uh, makes bowels of hay till this day, churning butter. I don't know what that means. Because he's because uh, uh, he's Amish. Uh, <laughs> How do you guys feel about uh, naming he has a your sons after you and having a first, a second, a third? Do you, do you, would that be something that interests you? My father was Anthony, so I suppose I'm Anthony Junior. Or the you need the same middle name, Junior. Um, you're not the same middle no, name. No, we don't have the same middle name. Then that's not so, it. Yeah, so I'm not a junior. Yeah, me neither. Um, but would I, you do it? I, it's not on my list of things to do. No, what about you? I. If you had a son, would you name him Brian? No. Yeah, Brian the second? Brian Jr. So my wife asked me if I would do it, mm-hmm. and I won't because I saw a statistic one time that the least successful, the two least successful names a man in America can have Number one is Brian. Number two is Ryan. You're kidding. Nope. I saw that in a statistic once. Does that explain your whole life? And I was like, I was like, okay, I will never give that that name to my kid. Three most, and this is for you prospective parents out there, if you're having a boy, three most 
uh, successful names you could give a son in America? Ahmed. No. John, Richard, <laughs> and Nicholas? You got one. Yeah. What is it? Not Richard. All right. Ready? Number one, Richard. Yeah. Dick. I knew that. No, sorry. Number one is Robert. Number Except two that. is William. Number three John is Richard. It goes Robert, William, Richard. Yeah, so I wasn't too far. Wow. So, and when you think of CEOs mm. and, like, mil- millionaires, they're always, like, Bob or Bill. Mm. The last two Disney CEOs were both Bob. Bob, yeah. Iger. Bob Iger, Iger yeah. Bob Chappick. Bob the Builder. Yep. Uh, yes. All the most important people in history right there. Bill Gates, William. Mm. Bill Gates, you know? Yeah. Steve Jobs. Yep. So I would never do it. Okay. What Steve about you? Steve Spielberg. Me. <laughs> uh, no, I, I don't think. I think uh, the name Steven became too much of a jokey name in the last decade. That's just because you're around to clown well, it up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, be, it became like uh, comical to have that I, name. I do think it's a little like, like I'm so great that this person needs to carry on my name. Narcissism. A little bit. Like ego, like this yeah, this yeah. person has to carry on my greatness. Mm. Yeah, oh. we have a friend that's uh, like a William the Third, right? And his son is like a fourth. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his last name. I'm pretty sure that that's so yeah. he's doing that, which yeah, is he's, interesting. He but did. Will's a successful name. It is. So he's not. <laughs> but he is a narcissist. <laughs> but he's a narcissist. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, Will, we love you. No, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I would do it. So it's mm. interesting. All right. What? Well, so Henry the Fourth. <laughs> Yeah, Henry the yep. Fourth. He's king now. He's a usurper, um, which always comes with a lot of baggage when that happens. You think um, he will reign? You know, there was a King Henrik in New York, and he never won a cup. Really? <laughs> he played for like fifteen years, and every year it was great. He would fail and choke in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. King nothing of the New York Rangers. Henrik Lundqvist. But he had the honor of having the great Avery with him, so, you know. You win, you <laughs> that was a bird. Is that, is that, that was honor? the king's falcon, really. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so... Tex Avery. Um, yeah, so Hen- <laughs> Henry IV's reign is hit or miss. There will be a major rebellion in Wales that we'll talk about because I think it plays. It starts the first thing in the movie. Yeah, so go ahead. Let's start the movie. All right, so we're in the early 15th century. Mm -hmm. Uh, We see the remnants of a battle. Yeah. In Scotland. Yeah. It's a post-battle, and there's just like, what the fuck's going on? Mm -hmm. And there's civil unrest. They just fought the Scots. Yes. Now, these Scots, is this William Wallace shit? No, we're 100 years beyond that. Yeah. Okay. But they are Scots. Yeah. Uh, the guy we see, I believe, is a stand-in for someone named Henry Percy, who okay. is um, like a lord. And when the Welsh rebel, Henry uh, the Fourth's son, who will become Henry V, who will become the main character in this movie, will be sent with Henry Percy to put down the rebellion. So he's a fighter. The movie will have you believe when it starts off. That a he's, fighter. That he's a governor. A Navy, <laughs> a Navy Seal. I'm going to find out what they're hiding. <laughs> We're doing Jesse the body of Ventura. Jesse the mind. Um, no. Uh, so, yeah, they, he will go to Wales with this guy, Henry Percy, to put down the rebellion. And Henry Percy will end up actually joining the rebellion. 
So, yeah, I think that's who this is supposed to be. Yeah. Um, Do you know how he joined the rebellion? How? He left his home oh, planet no. of Tatooine mm-hmm. with an old man right. and a, a dog pilot mm-hmm. and a smuggler. Right. And they were trying to get somewhere. To wh- Wales. To Wales. <laughs> they got sidetracked along the way. Right. And then at the end, he was piloting the right. uh, ship and he actually blew up a Death Star. <laughs> a Death Star? A Death Star. There's multiple. Yeah, there's multiple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, continue. Uh,. So then I think the, the Henry of Hoth of the third. The second scene is like this council, right? Mm-hmm. So let's talk about that. All right. Yeah. So they they execute the prisoners, right? Do they? I think that's what is discussed. Oh, he hasn't delivered them to the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is he sees as almost treasonous. Yes. Yeah. Not, it's yeah. really not important. It goes nowhere. Yeah. It's really just so Percy can get angry. Yeah. And the yeah. king is immediately a dick. Mm-hmm. And he's doing like almost... But he also respects him. He's almost doing Longshank style stuff. Right. He says, uh, if only he were my son, because he likes the rage that yeah. he has. He because him. Harry hates him. How? And then How? it cuts to yeah. Timothy Chalamet sleeping. Yes. Within the first 30 minutes of this movie, and I texted you guys about this, there are at least four or five scenes where someone is sleeping into the midday and then another character comes in and wakes them up yes. and they're not happy about it. Yes. yes. <laughs> it happens over and over again. Yeah. I like it. It adds a sense of reality. Yeah? Yeah. Also, let's talk just real quick. I, I know sure. anybody who ever watches a medieval movie and like critiques it, they have the same critique, and I'm going to make it right here. Yeah. Why is it that when Hollywood makes these movies, they think like the Middle Ages are just washed out and gray. It's the color and of the period. It's not. Yeah. But it's the most color. Like, they love colors. Yeah. You look at, go to a museum and look at any kind of medieval art. It's like the most colorful shit imaginable. It became a shorthand, like World War II. Mm-hmm. All war, because of Private Ryan, yeah. every World War II film after that, mm-hmm. other than Thin Red Line, is completely washed out and horrible looking. Yeah. You would think there's never been a bright, sunny day in a war ever. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it happened. And you know? there's literally centuries worth of time that it's depicted on screen. Atmospheric tropes. Right. Right. That's all. But look at look at El Cid. El, look at El Cid, yeah. which is a colorful, nice movie. Yes. It's beautiful. Go to medieval times. It's colorful as hell. Yeah. But it just became the shorthand. Like Mexico yep. is always color graded yellow, Except like a tone. fucking yeah. desert, mm-hmm. and Except like it tone. doesn't look like that. Because yeah. it, it represents hot. It's just hot and cold. It's just a. grimy dirt. And I get that we're in England, which is generally cloudier and rainier than most places, but still, like, come on. There were bright, sunny days. Yes. (laughs) Not every day. Not everybody just dresses in these drab fucking (laughs) potato sacks. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I think it, it also, like, like you said, it's a Hollywood thing just to make you feel like, oh, that was a rough time. You know? Yeah, I, I that's guess. Yeah, want. that's what it is. Because it it's, kind of was. It's shorthand to let you know it's a dark, <laughs> Things are miserable here. It's a dark, <laughs> dirty, grimy period. That's Nobody what it's shorthand for. Nobody was happy left. <laughs> but it, I do have that complaint with, uh, like, color grading of shit. Mm-hmm. You know? I just think it gets so lazy. Yeah. Like, World War II, I'm sure there were beautiful days. Like, I want... To actually add some grading to you right now because you are a colorful person. Right, it's a very colorful guy. You're right so colorful. Can you explain this shirt to me? <laughs> I don't know what there is to explain about it. <laughs> it's a shirt. Like, what is the problem? I've known you for many years. It's okay. And I've never known you to wear a bright 
purple shirt with Kermit the Frog on it. It's very strange. I came across it in a store. I like Kermit. I was like, this is cool. I'm buying it. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) He fits into the medieval era trope more so than you right now. You're right. I'm drab and gray. We look like the Hollywood medieval times. He's the actual medieval times. He's real. (laughs) I'm authentic. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, so they have this council and... uh, Yay, a council! (laughs) (laughs) Kermit. Yeah, he's almost a little Miss Piggy vibe yeah. to the shirt, too. He's a little fat. No, because oh. the, the color. Oh. The color. You fool. <laughs> Who's your favorite Muppet, real quick? Uh, Gonzo. Gonzo? Gonzo is the best. Oh, uh, the shrimp. Oh. Uh, no, the, the old men. The old men are the weird best. Pick. Stadler and Waldo. Yeah, yeah. They're they the have best. names? Yeah. Yeah. They're the best. Can you guess mine? I'll give you one guess. Kermit. Kermit. No. Uh, is it? Uh, oh, it's Fozzie. Fozzie. Yeah, it's Fozzie. The bombing comedian. Yeah, obviously, Fozzie. I you are Fozzie. Love Fozzie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Waka waka. Waka waka. So, <laughs> so in the movie, Anakin gets told he's too young to be a Jedi. He's too young to be trained. <laughs> <laughs> the council. The yeah. council. <laughs> no. Uh, we see the, that. Um, <laughs> his friends show up and, while he's sleeping, and they, they cauterize a wound that he had. And they yeah. show they're like some rabble rousers, you know. Joel Egerton they're, is there. They're drinking buddies. Yeah. yeah. And Joel Egerton, just like he's burnt by uh, Timothy Shalvey. Yeah, it's a cut. Takes mm-hmm. a knife and. So Joel Egerton is a really good actor. What'd you think of him in this? I thought he was great. I was I loving was his character. Yeah. And then I looked it up and I was like, oh. He's fictional. He's fictional. He's yep. He comes from Shakespeare. He's little John. Do you know who he is yeah. in Star Wars? In Star Wars? Yep. What? That guy's in Star well, Wars. He's a prequel character. What? Please what? tell me everyone wants. He's from the prequels? He sure now is. I'm fucking interested. He just gave the movie a 10 now. Yeah. <laughs> you may know him better. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. Okay. Blue right, so Coon. Big, fa- big fat guy. <laughs> big fat guy in the prequels. Is he Dex? Fat? He's not fat. Are we talking about the same guy? He's Big Bone. We're talking about, We're talking about Little the John. The Buddy. Little yeah. John. Yeah. yeah. He's a big guy. Okay. He's I don't bold. think he's fat. He's like bulky. He's not. Yeah. He doesn't look like me. He's not Joshua. <laughs> is he Dex? No. Is Am I close? Nope. When I tell you, your mind's going to be blown. Tell me. Uncle Owen. Oh, oh my God. Fuck. It's Uncle fuck. Owen. You're right. He's in two movies. Yeah, he's in two. <laughs> he raises Luke. That's right. Wow. Hell yeah. Now yep. this movie is good. <laughs> He also um, became a director, Joel Egerton, and he directed a really fucking awesome movie called, um, I'm sorry, I want to get this. Is that what the movie's called? I'm sorry, I want to get yeah. this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, very good actor. Oh, I, I enjoyed him a lot in this movie. He's, he's kind of like, he steals the show almost. It's called yeah. The Gift. Watch it. It's a great yeah. fucking movie. It's about AIDS. It's about bug chases. Yeah. It's about The Gift. <laughs> Look that up. Look that movie up. <laughs> the gift <laughs> keeps on giving. Um, so that we we see that uh, young Henry loves to party. Yeah. Yep. There's drunk yeah. shenanigans. Yeah. Now let's. Uh, He's a slacker. Real yeah. Henry the Fifth, in, insanely pious guy, goes to mass three times a day. Does not go out party drinking. 
This was a thing I think that comes from the Shakespeare. Although I'm, I have to be honest, I'm not very familiar, if at all, with the Shakespeare play. I just know that the Band of Brothers speech. You know, <laughs> that's the it's main thing I know. Right, it's good enough. Um, I, I, I'm inferring that he's a he come like the character of Henry in that is more of like a party guy. But the real dude, he was known for his piety. Wow. In fact, the start of his reign, which is completely removed from the movie. Uh, one of the first things he does is he starts to persecute these people called the Lollards. The Lollards? The Lollards, were they, yeah. Were they walking around laughing out loud a lot? They were big into this guy, John Wycliffe, who was like... Uh, Wycliffe, Wycliffe John? John? Oh, my God. So they're walking around... <laughs> I wonder if that's where he gets it. They're walking around laughing, listening to reggae and stuff. <laughs> like, what are these people? John John Wycliffe was a... Um, he's kind of like an early Protestant. He's before Martin Luther, um, who wants the Bible to be printed in English. Okay. And uh, has all these, like, kind of heretical beliefs. And he fucking, Henry hates this shit, and he stamps it out. Huh. And he gets a, he gets some flack for that. Like, uh, people will say he's like a tyrant, almost, wow. with it, because of his treatment of the Lollards. So, the first act of Henry V, he's basically already king, and it's about his decision to invade France. Oh, okay. So it's like he's not so a about. This is just comes out of nowhere. This is just the movie. This is, yeah, it's this is straight movie shit. shit. Unless it's in Henry. There's two Henry the Fourth plays. But then why does he this. have a drinking buddy? Because his, his drinking buddy. All right. Is, so Falstaff is a fictional Shakespeare character. Okay. Right. Okay. That's who Joel Egerton is playing. He's a mm. fictional Shakespeare character. That is the most popular character in all these renditions of it. He's mm -hmm. typically played by a big fat dude. Okay. He's like the jovial guy, Legendary right? warrior. Legendary warrior. Yeah. Who had fought with Richard II. Who had fought yeah. with Richard II. He is like the assistant in Henry IV parts one and two. Okay. In the fifth, he is- Oh, so he's like an, a legacy guy. Yes, I don't even oh. know if he's in the fifth. I think they just mentioned briefly that he died in the fifth in one line. Oh. But he is a Shakespeare invention completely. Hmm. hmm. Okay. Well, he adds a lot to this film, so I'm glad he's there. He's the best character. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, not to fast forward. Well, I, I think I, I, okay. I, I want it to feel more for the character. So in in Henry the Fourth parts one and two, he is companion to Prince Hal, who becomes Henry. Henry. Henry yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, like we were saying before, that guy uh, Percy. At least I I'm putting the name Percy on him. I don't think they say it in the film. Well, Henry uh, Percy, comma Hotspur. If you look at the Wikipedia. Oh, okay. So, so yeah, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, he goes off to Wales and yeah. starts a rebellion. <clears throat> yep. And they do not send Henry V to put him down like they do in real life. They send his brother. Thomas. Yes. Thomas, who was um, supposed to be king in this. Yeah. Now, the movie has him, like, be a nobody, and he just, like, dies. Yeah. He was a big supporter of Henry. He loved his brother, and they, they never were at odds, really. Um... There he died in in Agenou, France. In yeah, uh, he's on campaign with him. Yeah, he dies in fourteen twenty one. Where in this he dies in like he just Wales, dies here in Wales. Yeah, like <laughs> Sorry, off screen. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a so the the real the real rebellion was under this guy um, Owain Glendor, who's like this Welsh this famous Welsh rebel who launched this war. The Welsh William Wallace. Yeah, huh. but he loses. Mm -hmm. Henry will win and put him down. 
Um, this is all during Henry the Fourth's reign, so it'll okay. actually be. Um, well, yeah, I guess it is. Well, during the movie, um, Henry the Fourth gets sick. This is real life, and someone has to rule the kingdom in his stead while he is ill, and it ends up being Henry, who is heir to the throne, but. The sick king doesn't like the job he's doing. He's uh, he has foreign policy. Henry wants to invade France, which yeah. is one of the biggest problems in the movie as far as accuracy, because they make a huge to do about him not wanting to invade France. He wants to invade France right from the get go. He believes that the territory that's been lost under the previous Henry the Fifth, yes, yeah, yeah. is his, and he wants it back. Um, Did his father also feel the same way? I no, he no. does not want to go to war with France. Gotcha. So and they reversed it. Yeah. And because of like some policy issues domestically and otherwise, uh, he will have his brother kind of run the kingdom while he's still alive. Uh, and that's I think that's what they were going for with that whole mm-hmm. thing where they he chooses Thomas to be his heir. That's all bullshit. Yeah, you know? the right. the reason I think it's there is to build the arc of the reluctant king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, right? He never wanted this. He didn't seek yeah, the I power. Yeah. Why do that? The real Henry V, like you said, is a complete warmonger. Like, he's an aggressive warlike. He is a warrior king. 100%. He wants territory, and he wants, and he is, he's after peace, but in this day and age, which is a, war is endemic. War is just constant. You know, it's never, you're never at peace. The only way to achieve peace is to win. Is to conquer. Yes, is to win stunning victories. And then you put down, you know, those that would do harm to your people. So, you it's, know, you it, know what it is? It's modernism. It's the it's yeah. the modernism in the movie. They could not make a movie where the protagonist is like I'm in power, let's go kick some fucking ass and mm. make war. Yeah. Right. It's just not flying in modern sensibilities. Right. So they need to make him a reluctant like drunk washout who mm. kind of falls into this. Yeah. You know? They have to change it for modern sensibilities. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense. And they get his character so wrong. You know, mm-hmm. but yeah. what are you going to do? It, it's But like I said, I was enjoying the movie completely up up to this point. I was like, this is cool. I was digging it. Well, I, I think you get probably one of the best scenes. In well, the this movie is my favorite up. scene in the movie. Yeah, I think The one-on-one so. fight? Yeah. Oh, This yeah, might this be great. the best one-on-one fight that I've ever seen. It's... I. It was so much it more real. It feels very real. It, it does. was so much more real. I love that it de- almost <laughs> immediately degenerates into just... Grappling, we're wrestling on the ground and punching each other, and they're, they're, you hear the the heavy breathing because mm-hmm. the armor's so fucking heavy, which is another thing. Oh, that I thought I you love. were talking about the listeners and me on the podcast. You, yeah, <laughs> it's just you breathing heavy. Um, no, like the armor was so well done in this. Yeah, the armor looks great, and it's sound. The the sound in this movie, like the foley, holy crap! Yeah, yeah, like, it, I couldn't believe foley it. is good. No. God damn it. <laughs> God damn it. No, I'm it. saying Foley is good. You needed to have a good movie. That's right. The, so this fight was, he says, I, I, I'll fight one-on-one as a stand-in instead of this big... Shoot the one-on, bro. Right, and the, the, this fight is fucking fantastic. Right, and while there is... Um, Look, it's no story. one-on-one fight from El Cid. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like, it's not... It, but it's, it's, it's good. A, it looks great. And I like the fight. I love. I love real. that he hits him with the, with the pommel. Mm-hmm. Of the sword, yeah. you know, the hilt, and then he finally does the killing blow on on this guy with a dagger. Yeah, which is 
a lot a lot of uh, armored fights, the dagger is a great weapon, mm -hmm. you know, because you have to get in those little... In between the chainmail. Yeah, right. And chainmail is uh, tough. You, you, get, you get through that easy. Right. But the heavy <laughs> plate is what's important here, and that's what we see a lot of, and that yeah. will play a major role. I see a oh, lot yeah. of heavy oh, plates yeah. every time I have dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even get that one. Well, there's a lot of food on <laughs> it. It's a heavy, heavy plates. Yeah, I got it. It was good. It was good. Um, and uh, I, I like the next scene, too, where you get little John consoling him, being like, because he just killed a man. Yeah. And he he's not happy with himself. Well, right. Thomas is pissed. Yeah, well, he feels Thomas like he's had the glory pissed. stolen. Yeah, he did. You stole my glory. Yeah. You, you know. stole my girl. Now you got to get out of town. <laughs> Thomas, uh... Thomas is kind of a little uh, meek in this. Yeah. That's the guy from 1917. Who? Thomas. Thomas. Really? Yeah. He's, the he's main one, guy? He's one of them. He's one of the two guys. The guy that was killed? Yeah. He was. He's one of them. I'm not yeah. sure which. I, I kept looking at him. I was watching. like, I know this guy from somewhere. And then I looked it up. So he's in 1917. Yeah, check if he's in that. Let's see, if, let's see how accurate he is. But um, there's a great line here uh, because young Henry is sad mm -hmm. and he just says, to little John says to make a feel better. Never have I felt so vile than standing victorious on a battlefield mm -hmm. because he just killed. Yeah, and the he, killing a he, man. He killed a part of his soul. It's the most. It's the one thing that could stain your soul is taking another life. Mm -hmm. That's why you got to be careful when you use a vada cadaver mm -hmm. because it stains your soul and you're never mm -hmm. the same. What's a dava cadaver? <laughs> it's a Harry Potter spell. Oh. It kills it's you. a killing curse. Oh. It sounds like abracadabra. I didn't realize but it's I was sitting here with a bunch of turfs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I say something about Harry Potter for one second? Sure. Is it going to be about that video game? It has nothing to do with the game. Nothing. Okay. Harry Potter is a cool thing that was completely ruined by the fandom around it. Yes. It was totally fine and good. All the books were good. All the movies were good. The culture and obsession around it Yes. Completely ruined it. Not like people who obsess about the prequels, which is totally fucking cool. No, you like prequels, you're cool in my book. <laughs> but isn't that, isn't that, uh, can't you say the same thing about, like, the superhero franchises? But it's the people who, like, will put on, like, their profile, I'm a Hufflepuff. You know? It's very no, douchey. No one puts, like, I'm a Spider-Man. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. that's the douchey yeah. part about it. It has, like, this tribal mentality in, into it. Yeah. yeah. I get it. And they all turned on her. <clears throat> For having one wrong think opinion, <laughs> uh, I don't know if they all turned on her. I, they, a that, lot did. A lot of people turned, but still sells. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, um. Anywho, so now we get to the point where, you know, uh, the king is dying. Timothy Chalamet is told, and he's like, "Let him die. I don't give a fuck." Mm -hmm. yeah. And they're like, "No, you don't understand. Your brother's dead. Your too. brother's yeah. dead. The king You're is the dying." King. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh shit!" So I love when he comes into the court, and he's like, oh. "Where is this monster?" Yeah, yeah. it's so brutal. He hates his he fucking hates his dad. dad. Yeah, a typical this Gen Zer. This, <laughs> this line is so good, though. He rips the blanket off of him. I love that. He tries to make him cold and Do you miserable. you feel this cold wretch? Yeah. Yeah, and, like, the guy uh, trying to, like, protect the king, he, he, like, looks at him. He's like, who do you think is in charge now? Get yeah. the fuck out of my way. Yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's good stuff. 
And uh, I think my favorite scene in the movie is coming up. When they do the Matilda dance down the hallway of the uh, <laughs> They're a little bit court. naughty. Yeah, because yeah, uh, they're all, you know, they're doing TikToks. They're revolting. They're Gen Z. Yeah, they're revolting Zoomers living in right. revolting times. Right, right. They're um, doing uh, breakdancing head spins in the courtyard. Yeah. <laughs> the it's the jester. It's the jester. <laughs> no, my favorite scene is this. Uh, it's coming up um, where he's been... Uh, coron the, the coronation is the happening. coronation is he's really king. cool. Yeah, it's cool. But I like this next scene where he's receiving gifts from far away. Gifts. Oh yeah, yeah. it was this, so good. This was awesome. The bird from Constantinople. It's my people right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Constantinople. Yeah. I don't know why Beaver is a Greek now, but <laughs> yeah. I love Constantinople. You're you a Byzantine. Yeah, we've been through this. Oh right, he's a Christian yeah. nationalist. He yeah. he we've hates been through this. He hates that the Turks are there. I, and I refuse always be to say it's to Istanbul. Yeah. <laughs> I only consider it Constantinople. Right. But that actually, I love that that came from the Doge of Venice. There's a little historical thing there because yeah, this is right. They after have a coin, the Doge. The Doge, right? yeah. No, Elon Musk was there. <laughs> the um, the Fourth Crusade is a disaster. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys know about this. I don't know about the fourth in particular. So there there's so many. Is the third your favorite? They were. I, the my favorite is the Children's Crusade. Oh God. Um, do you want to talk about that? So there was one crusade in particular where they had the idea to send children to fight. No, it's is a, it? It, it's a little kid um, had a vision from God where he was going to lead the children of France to liberate the Holy Land. Okay. Oh, no. And he went from town to town, and kids joined him, and they made their way into Italy, where they were promptly um, captured by pirates and sold into slavery. Oh, my God. Uh, that's the, I remember the kids marching the and it going group. badly. I didn't remember them being <laughs> sold into slavery. Yeah, they all, nobody knows what happened to them. Nothing that's good. more than likely what happened. Um, the Fourth Crusade. Uh, the Latins, the the uh, Christian, the Catholics, uh, were on their way to Egypt. They wanted to retake Cairo, and they, to get there, they hired the Venetians, who who had the biggest navy in the world. Have at the great time. blinds. Yes, excellent <laughs> blinds. They're insanely rich, um, and they were like all you? sorts of rays of light. Yeah. <laughs> We are having a disagreement with the Byzantine Empire. So on the way to the Holy Land, we want you to make a pit stop in Constantinople. So they do, and they sack the city and take it over. And they actually exile the Byzantines to, like, Greece. And for, for a little while, there's this thing called the Latin Empire, which is a crusader state run out of Constantinople. The Byzantines will eventually take it back. But, I, but when this movie is happening... It's the Crusader state that's kind of like informally run by the Venetians. Okay. So they're getting this bird, this mechanical bird, and sending it as a gift to Henry. That's a cool little detail. Cool little thing, yeah. That is cool. Um, he gets another thing from, uh, oh, God, from somewhere else. Yeah, gives and he gives, it, he gives it to his sister, who's the Queen of Denmark. Yes. Yep. I wanted to talk about her. Yeah, okay. The Queen of Denmark. Yeah. I have a thing for that actress big time. You really? seen her in other things? Yes, Thomason McKenzie. Thomason. Yes, like Thomas. the witch, Miss Thomas. She's in Last Night in Soho. Mm -hmm. Okay. She's in. Uh, she's not in the witch. She no, is but in that's the name of uh, Anya Taylor Joy. Yes, just Thomas. She's in um, Old with M Night Shyamalan directing. Mm -hmm. She is also in Jojo Rabbit. Oh yeah, she's the, is she the one in the in the the she's Jewish, the Jewish girl? girl. That was a good movie. Yeah, mm -hmm. but. 
I have a real thing for her, and anytime I see her in something, you gush. I'm like, <laughs> I actually wanted to name my daughter Thomason. Don't do that. No, don't do that. I was yeah, rejected. Do yeah. yeah, yeah, good, good move. I wanted to name her Thomason Brady. <laughs> That's a winner's name. <laughs> it's a name for a winner. Yeah. <laughs> Thomason Brady. I do like the name Thomason. Um, it's a good name. You can name a. Can you name a boy that? I think it's no. It would I would be Thomas. I right? would just be Thomas. Yeah. The third gift he gets from the Dauphin of France is a tennis ball. Hysterical. Yes. Uh, and this is to him. This is a direct insult. Saying he's a boy. Yes. It's comical. Saying, yeah. It's a good joke. Um, this is Shakespeare. This yeah. is from Shakespeare. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So, after the reign of Henry the Fifth, you know Shakespeare's writing two hundred years later. And Henry, at that point, is a legend, uh, beloved by everybody. Um, so the, I think they tried to put uh, insults from France into the play as almost like propaganda to put him up even higher, you know? Okay, to really boost yeah, him. Yeah, huh. yeah. Um, so the tennis ball thing comes from that, which is a cool little What thing. were balls used for at that time? They're games. Games. But, yeah. like, what... Like, there's not baseball. There's not tennis, right? Like, so no, I think there is tennis. Really? I think so. I think medieval you just, games. You uh, just hit a ball with yeah, a stick. You could throw like it. You could do anything. You could play catch. Probably croquet. I would assume is uh, croquet seems like it's such simple. A, it seems like such a thing of like the 1700s to me. Like, a, but I really don't know. Yeah. Medieval football. Oh, how do you play? Oh. Um, Does it involve jousting? Ball. It. <laughs> Uh, I'm guessing that it's like soccer, okay. Based on what I'm seeing, see, that doesn't well, it feel he, like anything going on then has to be bloody and violent. They yeah. they would use like a gallbladder from like a. Pig. <laughs> well, they throw he throws the ball against the wall, so I also assume that's probably a thing. You sit there and you throw the ball like a handball is probably an age old thing. Is you just like need the a, great escape. Yeah, you just need a ball to bounce against the wall. It's mm. not that difficult. Yeah, so this insults. Uh, it goes unanswered because Hen this Henry... He wants to be a uniter. He doesn't want to fight. He wants to unite the kingdom. Mm -hmm. He doesn't want to go to war like his father. Right. Um, and then we see a, a king. We see like a his camel. father before him. <laughs> yeah, just they have a camel. camel. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Somebody sent it. Yeah, but uh, it's a gift. It's yeah, a gift yeah. From someone. An, right. And uh, we notice now that the sister has some experience in... Royal. Diplomacy. Well, Royal she's been politics. around a bit yeah. more. You know, she's been in the court of Denmark observing right. she just, shit. Yeah. She does a foreshadowing. And like, she warns truthful. Him, don't trust anybody. Yes. Everybody's lying to mm -hmm. you. They all have kingdoms behind their own eyes. This is very Game of Thrones. Yes. But also stuff. great advice. Yeah, I suppose. You know, like, it's good advice. Uh, what happens next? I don't remember. The Archbishop it? is trying to convince them to go to war with yes. France. And yes. He's yeah. like... I'm not my father. Stop with this mm -hmm. bullshit. Like, I'm not doing it. Right. There's much ado here about, like, moneyed interests. Mm -hmm. And this L will come into play owed. with the big twist at the end, which mm -hmm. is completely fictional. Yeah. Um, but it, re I, it, it makes me think of, um, you know, it, they're definitely trying to comment on modern warfare and yes. politics. Uh, which is fine. I don't have a problem with that per se. I don't have a problem until the end. Yeah. I, and I think you and I have two different scenes in mind that we hate. Really? Maybe. I, we'll see. Okay. 
I don't. Let's not uh, skip ahead too much. Yeah. All right. So France keeps taunting him. He's like, I want to just be a king for the people. Right. You know. Is this when the assassin thing happens? Yeah. Uh, yeah. We could skip to the assassin. Yeah. Uh, they capture an assassin. Are you an assassin? Henry don't capture him. He comes to them, and he says, "I have news for you." Yeah, I I'm, I'm going to tell you that I was sent by the king of France yeah. as an assassin for amnesty yes. and uh, sanctuary, I suppose. And this is where we learn that uh, Henry speaks French. Okay, yeah. This, yeah. Uh, let's talk about that for a second. Yes, Henry is that was the shocking. first English king in the history of English kings who is not fluent in French. Not fluent, yes. so it was complete opposite. <laughs> well, the like we discussed this a lot when we talked about Braveheart about how yeah. mm-hmm. the English royalty married the French are all... completely tied into the French nobility, mm-hmm. right? Um, the entire court is speaking French. French is their number one language. They show that in this a little bit. Henry's the first guy that kind of rejects that because um, it all it all stems from William the Conqueror, right? Mm-hmm. So he was the Norman Duke who invaded England in 1066 and took over the kingdom, right? And all the people he brings on board to rule England are these Norman French people, you know? Uh, They own lands back in France, which is how this whole Anjovian empire gets started. And they hold claims to the throne of France. And the French will say they hold claims to the throne of England. And this is why they're constantly fighting each other. Yeah, blood feuds. right. Right. Um, when do they go from the Franks to the French? That's a good question. Um, I think that's more just a language thing. Like, the language just evolved, right? Yeah, but I feel like there was a moment, like... Charlemagne... I feel like a thousand. Is de God. Good. Charlemagne de God. Um, Hot 97, The first right? Holy Roman Emperor. <laughs> king of the Franks. Um, when he dies... Exactly, King of the Franks. See what I'm saying? Uh, they split his empire. Right, so you yeah. have East Francia, West Francia, and he died and, around. Uh, oh God, um, <laughs> the eight hundreds. Eight hundreds. Okay, yeah. I don't know the uh, exact. Not, not too far off. Uh, he, West Francia, will become France. Yeah. So okay. when that is its own thing, the language change. You have things like the Song of Roland, mm-hmm. which is the first French lit- piece of literature. It's about knights and stuff. I thought the song of Roland is when you get your uh, radio host fired for filming you in the bathroom at Syria. <laughs> Roland Campos. You just made a Roland Campos reference. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah. <laughs> that was just for you. Yeah. <laughs> Possibly on the wrong episode. That fits in with the last Yeah, episode. what's he doing? I, where's Jimmy? Wait, where am I? <laughs> Uh, right, yeah, so that's, that's it's all. I I really can't tell you exactly no, it when it went from Frankie to France, accurate. but I imagine it had something to do with West Frankie becoming its own entity. Yeah, in West Frankie, born and raised. It's Charles the Ball's theme song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so but this is the first king that didn't speak French. Well, he spoke it, just not well. Not well. Okay, English was his main language. Okay, now Timothy Chalamet. Is actually fluent in French. Is he really? I believe so. It's a and French I, name, and they use it in like any movie he's in. I feel like they have him speaking a little French to show yeah. off. Is um, what's his name? The Dauphin, the actor. Robert Pattinson. Is he British? Yeah, he is. Pattinson. Yeah. No, they should have flipped him. 
He's Batman. He is Batman, who we started this show with. Yes. <laughs> it all uh, comes around. Yeah. Did you see that one? No. It's really boring. You, you'd probably like it. <laughs> I think it really sums up the character. <laughs> sums up all your interests, you boring Did fuck. Did you see that one? <laughs> no. <laughs> I remember the last time we talked about it, you hadn't seen it. Really? Yeah. Uh, you said you refused to watch it. I won't see it in theaters. I've, uh, I, I've seen it, I saw it on VOD. Okay. It's fucking boring shit. It's dark. <laughs> yeah. It's, the whole screen's just black. It's three hours and it doesn't need to be. Three uh, hours? Yeah. Three hour Batman it's an epic, movie. Yeah. epic Batman movie? You don't need that. Yeah, yeah it's not even epic. <laughs> so now uh, he sends a letter to France because the assassin was sent and now they're like, you gotta respond. Mm -hmm. So he says, write this down. And all his advisors are pushing him. Oh, yeah. They all want it. Right. He's like, write this down. Tell him, use a bitch. Right. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I did like that. Uh, so now is it, let's declare war? Oh, it, they, they execute, um, yeah, execute two his people. cousin mm -hmm. and another guy. Yeah, they, yeah. he cuts their heads off. Yeah. That was a cool scene. I think the that's based on uh, a real event. Just they they switched it around a little bit. They uh, sped it up. Well, they made they made them like collaborators with France, right? Yeah. yeah. Whereas I think they were just like unruly Englishmen. In, like they're not collaborators with France. They're they're like rebels that he a killed. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Richard leftovers. Yeah. Yeah. Stuff like that. Um, so now we go to France. Yep. And Little John's now the war marshal. Right, he goes and gets he him. He goes and gets yeah. him, which is a cool scene. Yeah, he had been left behind as, like, the drinking guy. Yeah. 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 And he's this is a funny scene where he's like, I have one request if I'm going to join you. Yeah. Pay that bitch my tab. <laughs> he His character kind of, like, brings the levity that's needed because everything else is very somber. My one oh, issue yeah. with it is, like, Timothy Chalamet never smiles once no. at him. It's like, that would have been a good moment to like just have a little smirk. Yeah. In fact, he does very little. He like does, like his character, he has like one or two character moments and they're both like, I don't want to go to war. And then he goes to war. He's a stoic, yeah. zonked out Gen right. Zer. That's what the character yeah. is. Yeah. This is. This is what I'm talking about. Like everything about Henry is not portrayed here. He's, he's not like a lot of reluctant death. to do everything. He's not a leader. He... He lets his advisors do everything for him. He he has no voice of his own. I, I have to disagree. And then he gets pitched out by by his new wife. Yup. Okay. Yeah. And that's the scene that pissed me off. I got to well, disagree. Well, that with and then the other one too. One thing there. Mm -hmm. um, I do think he needed more depth. Yeah. But the one thing you said, like he's reluctant to do everything, he is. Mm -hmm. But then you say he's not a leader. That I disagree with. Okay. Because he is the one who stepped up, gave the orders for war, for execution, mm -hmm. but also, if you go back to the first duel, he is willing to sacrifice himself to save the lives of his men in England. Because he's like, we'll fight one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, right. He, he, ha he has an honorable streak to him. Definitely. He's, he's just, a likable guy. He never had the ability to, to step up until his father died. Uh -huh. Well, and he's I, very anti-war. Yeah. Right. Which leads to his character being that stoic, straight-faced, because... The weight of what he has to deal with is so insane. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a crazy amount. Yeah. So I, I don't. I don't think it. I. I takes think away his performance is really good, and I think it yeah. does display depth. But I just think when you have one character who's comedic relief for the main guy, I think you need to show the main guy appreciates yeah. it. Mm -hmm. And it's not like like if I tell 
like a really now I don't do this because I'm not funny. But if I told like a really like funny joke yeah. and everybody was laughing and like Beaver was just staring at me like this. I feel like that's the entire show. Basically. <laughs> but we all know I'm not funny. But like in the movie, people are gonna be like, he doesn't like like it doesn't communicate like Yes. Yeah, like even, I agree. Even a smile, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it never happens. That was one of my you gripes. Get, one of my gripes with the movie was the like you the don't, actual relationship doesn't feel like a loss. You don't believe that uh, what's his name? Fall Falstaff. Falstaff yeah. likes this guy. Yeah. How could he? No, Falstaff <laughs> right. likes him. Yeah. Right. You don't think that that Henry he likes, likes Falstaff? Him. Yeah. yeah. Well, he does give him some praise, and he does yeah. later. Yeah. yeah. When right. he introduces him to the court, that's a good scene. That is. Yes. Where he's like, this guy is a warrior, and he's he's in charge of shit now. Yep. I'd also think it it shows the real character of Henry, which they want to portray him as a kid. He's a young person who got a lot of power, and he's going to be angsty. He's untested. And un yeah. Yeah. Right. In the movie, anyway. In, in, in the movie, In yes, real yes, life, yes. This is all he, he came to power, I think, at 26 years old. Still pretty fucking which young. Which is very man. young. That's um, young. But he was a battle-hardened guy. By that time. With his own opinions mm -hmm. and his own fucking ambitions. And I almost feel like this version of him is being led everywhere. Like, whereas he's yeah. he's not the master of his own fucking destiny. He's not the master of his own yeah, his of his domain. domain. Yeah. <laughs> At least not yet. Yeah. You know he I mean? kind of he achieves that it. in the final moment of the movie. Yes, he becomes, like, the real king at the end. Yeah. But it costs a lot. Right. You know? So now we're in France. Yeah. Well, we have ye old D-Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't like this scene. Not really. They're just landing. But I, I like mean, it. It, it's it's funny. This this next segment, like this chapter in this movie, is fucking awesome. Are you talking about the siege? Yeah. It's the most Dude, wrong thing. I loved it. It's the most. I wrong, know. Wrong I know. All right, but real quick. <laughs> but I love trebuchets. I brought this up in other things. Why does France have no sort of navy? I don't think they were expecting. They're them. being surprise attacked. Yeah, they weren't expecting them. Okay, they don't have a standing navy of any kind, I guess. Oh, well, they do, but you have to get it there. Like they, I, the more pressing thing is they don't have a standing army ready to rock. You know, yeah. see, in my they mind, they have to gather it up. In That's my why it mind, takes time. it's yeah. like, well, you know, you have an eternal blood feud with these dudes across <laughs> the river. Maybe we should have some fucking boats. Yeah, always protecting that. Here's the, you, you are looking at this as a modern man. Yes, yeah. and, uh, and yeah. let's let's talk about that for a second. If if a fleet of ships is invading a country, they're going to be picked up by aircraft and radar and yeah, things yeah, like yeah. that before they ever make it to the beach. In the mid in medieval times, if a fleet of ships leaves England, you don't know it's left England, and you don't know that it's where it's going or when it's going until it gets where it's going. I understand. You know, that. you can't really intercept a fleet. And I'm not saying intercept. I'm just saying maybe you them. have some sort of stand, some sort of block to stop them from like just patrolling always. You have to hold. Even the patrol or, would take or days. just some sort of garrison on the beach. <laughs> the patrol would take days. You know, days. it's a big beach, bro. They they <laughs> land and they're like, it's a country. We're good. <laughs> I mean, China, they got a fucking wall. <laughs> That's true. They got um, a wall. It was a great wall. One of the greatest. They put this... Big, um, beautiful wall. This city, Halflor, Halflor, however you say it, Yes. Yeah. to siege. Um, you didn't like the, the scenes of the trebuchets hitting the castle? I like that when they cool. storm through the old town. All of it looks great. It looks cool, right? Yeah. None of it is accurate. No, no, not even close. <laughs> but trebuchets are great, right? Yeah. 
For years, you always would tell us, let's go build a catapult. I want a catapult. I, yeah. Both would be good. Trebuchets are cool than catapults. Trebuchets are way cooler, but they're harder to build. Yes. Um, <laughs> because we lived in a, a place with a lot of woods and a lot of open fields when we were younger, mm-hmm. we had the opportunity to just get together, get some wood, and build it. <laughs> and we wouldn't have damaged anyone. We would have launched some fucking boulders, and it would have been great. You guys are just party poopers. <laughs> Till this day. I still want to. I'm up for the. Uh, I'm up for it. Let's go. Yeah. Like I'll do it. <laughs> All right. I'd do it. So they walk yeah, through this, this town. Everybody's fled to the castle. Yep. Yes. Now, there is no indication whatsoever in the movie that this is actually a port city. Okay. Um, the reason it's important is for supply line issues from back from England. He says that in the movie. Yes, yes and yes, I like that they added that. Because um, at one point, one character says, why don't we just go around it? Yeah, you can't. And he's like, no, because then the supply right. chain is that, And there's other reasons, like you don't want uh, armed well, men to, come to your rear. You. Yeah. They show that he has some military knowledge. Yes. You know, he's not completely reliant on But again, on it's Falstaff who's in charge. Yeah. Um, this is the... If it's not the first, it's one of the first instances in warfare where guns are used. Really? Yes. Um, cannons will be used in this siege. Uh, what? Yeah. Uh, gun, uh, like they had. I, I call. I'm about to call them pistols, but they are standing things. Like you'd have like a shield, and you put the the early gun. A mini cannon, it, yeah, basically. It's, it's yeah, it's like a hand cannon yeah. that you put on this thing, and you light a fuse that sets it up. Yeah, yeah. all that shit gets used here, um, and they will be at this for months. And it and they uh, there's multiple assaults that happen on the walls. You know, they, in the movie, they make a big thing. Like, We're not going to assault us. Really, they assaulted they it several times, yeah. and they actually take a bit of a beating. Um, they will destroy this city to the point where it's almost unusable. Like, they need it because it's a base of operations. It's an infrastructure. Right. Yeah. Where they, they'll be safe. Like, they want to capture this walled city and use it as a base of operations to strike out at the countryside. The reason Agincourt happens the way it does is because they're forced to move on. They they don't have this thing. They they it, The city <laughs> gets so <laughs> fucked up, it's worthless to them as a defensive position. Wow. So now they have to go somewhere else. And the French army, which has finally gathered its strength and was ready to attack them, catches up with them. Well, um, I'm about to blow you know, your fucking mind. That doesn't mind. seem too far off from the film. It was just sped up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, they do say it took months in the in the movie. They, say they, they, I, they say they don't want it to take it months. It felt like like days at the at best. They said they don't and want all this to it take is, months. Is, is trebuchet shooting. I thought there was a line like we've been here for like months. Is there? there? Uh, yeah. But okay. then the French army shows up, so it's not too far off, but you're going to well, blow our minds. All right, ready? Yeah. So, Henry V has 11,300 men with him. Mm-hmm. In the garrison there are 100 men holding the garrison. Yeah. Eventually, there are 300 reinforcements. Now, here's the casualty numbers. Ready? Yeah. yeah. The British lost between 2,000 and 5,000. Almost half their forces. Just from fighting. And then they lost 2,200 from illness. Exactly. They mentioned that in the movie. Like a lot of a lot of our guys are ill, getting sick. Now, wow. um, here, wait. Here's the French losses. Ready? Seven. <laughs> One hundred and forty. Oh my! God. They lost. Oh, let's let's be conservative. They lost four thousand men. 
to take out 140 men. That's what fucking castles do, man. They are force multipliers. You can... Hot oil. Yeah. Like, they're... You you can hammer all day at that thing and die. We all saw Helm's Deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, that's way more accurate now. There was that I some hear that. Fr- there was some <laughs> Frenchman going down their big beast shooting arrows. Right. Oh, <laughs> bring them down, Legolas. Just couldn't do it. Uh, yeah, I think uh, the guns would have been cool to have in the movie, don't you think? That would be a cool detail, but they know it would confuse your average person. It would. If I saw it, I'm not going to lie. I'd be like, what the fuck is that doing here? Mm. You know? Even an earlier version would have been confusing. Knights with with gunpowder weapons. It's not something you think about. Right. Although, conquistadors. Essentially what they are. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Same. same And and that's less than 100 years from this. Yeah, so it it makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, so I love that the archbishop is like so pissed that's taking forever. He's funding it. Yeah, yeah. he has. He, he wants. Has, uh, he wants uh, returns and, on his investment. And obviously, yeah. this archbishop is Catholic. And in my mind, was this riff with the archbishop and him, the king, because they never get along? Was it to kind of sow the seeds in a listener, in a viewer's head, that this relationship between the Catholic crown? And the French, the sorry, the English monarchy is going to end. But it's going to end poorly, you know, in a couple of generations. I don't think they made a big enough deal about it to imply that. I think it's just a little thing. thing, It's just a modern movie, and the church has to be evil pieces of shit. They're always evil. That's just how they have to do it. Or at least that archbishop is evil. Right. (laughs) So the French surrender. Yeah, surrender. They quit. And now the army's on the move again. Yep, and the men are the men are taken prisoner, the men are freed, and Robert Pattinson arrives. I like Pattinson. In he's this. great. In this. I got Robert say, Pattinson though. is a great actor. He's Galvin fantastic, steals the show. dude. He's so he's so evil and a piece of shit. He's a great actor, yeah. though. I love his scene when he comes in here and he's just talking shit. Mm-hmm. And he's like talking he does about his end of a days. Monty Python style abuse, yes. like French abuse of an English king. It's so yes. good. <laughs> it's so good. And you know what? You know what I like about this that I know you guys hated at the end, but I like the fact that you hate him so much, and then at the end you're like, oh. you don't hate him until he kills the kid. And that's what I mean. This, we're yeah. at that scene right now. Right. Well, you hate no. him. He, I love when he's like, you have giant balls and he tiny laughs. cock. Yeah. And he's laughing at him. <laughs> I think, like, he's like, wow, you're like, this French guy's a dick. And he's killing kids. Wow, he, he's so bad. I get why they're attacking. And then at the end, you're like, oh, fuck, I'm the asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I, love, I love that that happened. I fought in your general yeah. direction. It, it was that. It's yeah. Monty Python yeah. shit. Yeah. I loved it. Uh, so now we get... Uh, England mobilizes, you know, they're marching on. And did Timothy Chalamet say he wants to kill all the prisoners yet? Yes, he says it right now, after he finds out that the kids were killed. Okay. He's like, kill them, and and John's uh, like, no. So there's a bunch of, like, squires, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And and there's two of them. There's two young kids. And the French find them, they kill one, they cut one's head off. Send them back. And they send it back with the other little kid who's all fucked up. That's horrifying, yeah. Horrifying scene. And you're like, what a bastard. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, he's like, Henry's like, kill everyone. And John's like, I ain't doing that. You're not that man. Because he sees that Henry's turning into his father. Yeah, if you do this, there's no going back. You have no moral compass. You're just going to be your father. That's all you're going to be. This is a foreshadowing of what's going to happen. Yep. 
Um, and now we get an amazing plan being devised of how to win this well, I love losing they send, battle. <laughs> I love they send a single rider out because they're at a hill. They're at a hill. Yeah. Yeah. And they Go send, check out what's over the hill. They send the guy oh, up the hill. Go and there. he goes up and there's just the entire tons French of, army. Yes. And it's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> so, and he rides back and he's like, yeah, the, the whole army's yeah, there. Yeah, we're, we're fucked. <laughs> uh, so I have, I have some numbers here. Um, Agincourt? Yeah. Um, the French knights... These are armed, mounted knights, noblemen mostly. Uh-huh. Uh, Ten to twelve thousand, <laughs> compared to the English of the same caliber, uh, six to nine thousand. So they are outnumbered heavily. Uh, two to one. Um, the English have, and the archers are the important thing here in this battle. Anybody that knows anything about Agincourt? Yep. English longbow. Right. They have four to five archers for every one knight. Wow. So if there are six to 9,000 knights, we're talking quadruple that. 18,000. Yeah. So I, I, I'll tell you right now. Sure. They have between 6,000 and uh, 8,000 men. Mm-hmm. Five out of six are archers. Yeah. One out of six are dismounted men at arms. Okay. So the whole it's thing is archers. archers. Yeah. And uh, I know we've talked about medieval warfare before in the past. And yes. The standard for the day, the war-winning tool, is the mounted knight. Yep. Yep. A missile. Yes. Guided missile. Guided missile. Yes. That's what we said. Yeah. Yep. Um, heavy armor, fucking unstoppable force. Unless the horses go boop. Yes. <laughs> now, uh, John Wycliffe. Not John Wycliffe. Wycliffe uh, John. Not him Wycliffe either. Uh, Falstaff. Falstaff. Uh, in the movie. He, in the movie. His, his knee's hurting. Yes. And he, that tells it's going to rain. It's going to rain. My knee's hurting. And he <laughs> talks about the mud and everything. And They're going to be heavy. We got to go light. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make them sink in the mud. They'll be slow. We'll be quick, and we could kill them. Smart um, plan. But we need one platoon to go out. Yeah. And trick them to, to trick take them. us out. Yeah. All of this is nonsensical. Oh, if yeah. If you think about it for more than five seconds. Yes. Uh, here's the reality of the situation. The English are on the defense. The French have come. They outnumber them heavily. The French are going to be very eager to just charge everything at them and, and swallow them by force of numbers. Yes. Um, it has rained. It's extremely muddy. Uh, it's like is, the mud bowl. Right. Yeah, and this, true, is going yeah. to, this is going to help out anyone who's on the defense and doesn't have to cross an open field. Yeah. Um, there's no reason to put a, a platoon to goad them. Like, why? Um, in so, the, so Falstaff can have a heroic death. Right. Yeah, yeah. There's no, um, they, they depict the, the English as hiding in the trees. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. like flank no. them. Stupid. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. That's not a thing. Uh, the terrain is also wrong. Yeah. Like in the movie, it's like this hilly green place with hill, rains. Yeah. In reality, it was like a field, like mm. an empty field. It was plains. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and finally, I think the the movie really is more about melee. Yes. Mm-hmm. The archers don't get their due, and that's an unforgivable sin with this particular battle because, like I just said, anyone who knows anything about this is about the archers. Like, you guys have heard of this fight before, yeah. right? Yeah. They showed archers, but not they to the do, extent that they should have. You know what? It's just not as dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not as dynamic in the movie if we just have archers just picking yeah. dudes off. I also think that... It's, it's more accurate, but it's not just it's not yeah. going to film as Here's well. Here's what you yeah. should have did. In the movie, they have them 
shooting up in the air. Yeah. And then there's like a rain of arrows, which yeah. is, you know, it looks great. I don't care who you are. A rain of arrows always cool. looks fucking awesome. <laughs> Our men are down there. Yeah. I love it. That's not what happened here. What happened here is, you know, you had these heavily armored knights charge across this field. And if you if you rain longbow arrows on armored guys, chances are the arrow's going to bounce off. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. This armor is strong enough to take a, an arrow shot. Yes. The horses are the main thing that they're hitting. Bingo. Yeah. So what happened was, as they got slowed down in the mud, they waited till they didn't have to shoot up in the air. Until they were yeah. close enough to shoot straight. Yep. And you, when you shoot straight, you're getting a lot more power behind that arrow. Yep. I'm not going to say it's going to pierce armor, but it'll put down a horse. Oh, yeah. And if you're lucky, you might pierce, you know, the gaps in people's plate armor. Yeah. Get a um, knee or something. These horses start to go down crazy. And as people fall off horses and start it crushed, accumulates, it it accumulates crushed, and they yeah. trip over each other. Now you've got guys in the mud scrambling while dudes are shooting at them. Yes. And it's going to fuck them up. Now, guys will make it through. You know, it's not like these these archers are putting on every single person. These yeah. guys are still coming at them. So as they get closer, now you have the men at arms and the knights come in and finish off the job that Who the are archers probably are. already fairly exhausted, exhausted by the time they get to them. Yes. Yeah. Want want some French numbers? Yes. Okay. So <laughs> give me them. We have between fourteen or fifteen thousand men. It's up to twenty five thousand if you want to count armed servants. Ten thousand men at arms. Mm-hmm. Between 4,000 and 5,000 archers and crossbowmen, up to 10,000 mounted and armed servants. These are the casualties. 6,000 were killed, many of whom were French nobility, Mm -hmm. and they captured between 700 and 2,200. Yeah. Wow. And this will go down as, like I said, one of the greatest victories in English history. Legendary history. <laughs> beloved. Uh, well, we got to talk about the speech. And just real quick, I just want to talk about um, the Im- the legendary status of it. Have you ever heard of the Angels of the Marne? The Angels of Mons, I should say. That sounds familiar, but I don't know enough. To this count. was in World War One. Um, it was a story that got out about how uh, the English, the the British Army, was in a bad position where the Germans were attacking, and. Uh, the English longbowmen from Agincourt reappeared on the battlefield. Like Return and, of the King. Yeah, and oh, the, their no. angel, like the ghosts of the longbowmen, uh, destroyed the German, the attacking German army. This I is, believe this. This is obviously a ridiculous propaganda nope, story. It happened. It's Lord of the Rings. Um, but it became like a legendary A rallying cry. That's how, that's how impactful and, and the status that this battle had, you know, hundreds of years later. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Did I ever tell you about, um, it's, it had similar impact. So the baseball team, uh, this father told his son that he would come back to him when the Angels won the pennant. And then there were mm. a bunch of angels in the outfield, right? And they rallied the angels together to How'd win they the do pennant. It? They f- went like this. <laughs> yeah, Christopher Lloyd was there. Beautiful yeah. moments. Beautiful moments. <laughs> he was he was the main angel, Al. Yes. <laughs> All right, but now we get the part where Timothy Chalamet is going to give the speech, which is like, oh, this. Hold on, before. Well, their plan is well, not. Well, we got to skip ahead off. one point. So yeah. the king meets the dauphin one last time. 
Yes. Oh, yeah. He wasn't at the battle. Yeah, he wasn't at the <laughs> battle, and he actually wasn't like this asshole dude. Right. He was like a pious, sick person. He died two months after Agincourt. Yeah, so you can you can have him killed here, and it's not a big deal. But I love, <laughs> I love the part where Timothy Chalamet goes to him, and he challenges him to a one-on-one, and the guy's like, no, I'm not fighting yep. you. Like, you're I'm, you're outnumbered. Yeah. Fuck you. And he goes, then you will meet your end tomorrow at... Agincourt. Yeah. And it's so the audience is like, oh, oh shit, it's Agincourt that's tomorrow. That's where we are. It's such like... It, Who watching this didn't know? You know, that's where this was going. But if you, even if you're not super familiar, mm -hmm. you're waiting for them to say Agincourt. Oh, I've heard of that. Agincourt. When they drop it, you're like... Yeah. This little town known as ever heard of. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what it is. By the way, French yeah. accent, most fun accent to do? I think so. It's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. <laughs> Vive la France! It's so, like, like in the movie, it's so ham-fisted the way he says Agincourt. Yeah. Like, it's like... It's a little yeah. cheese. Yeah. A little yeah. too much. It's practically like a wink at the camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we uh, get the plan. Uh, which, we said the plan. Well, the, the plan in real life was the defensive plan. Yeah. The movie plan is... It's a little different. A slightly different, but not too far off, mm -hmm. right? Lure go without armor. Yeah, lure them into the middle. Go without armor. We'll be agile and kill them. John yeah, goes no armors line. is like what? John goes to the front line <laughs> with armored guy to trick the French into sending their entire guys. And this, I believe, is why we have such an egregious moment is I think this movie specifically went out of their way to show knights in a melee battle. Like, that's what they wanted to do. Bingo. And that's it. It looks amazing. Fucking incredible. It's this awesome. battle sequence well, you're is skipping. fantastic. I don't want to talk about the battle yet. I'm not. I'm just saying. Right. Like... I'll Go ahead, Brain. We got to talk about the speech. Yes. Because nothing it's, to it. It's, it's not really all that great. I enjoy to speak English. It's but simple no, no, and no. ugly. It's, you have Timothy Chalamet. It's one of the most famous speeches in, in like, Shakespeare, in, Shakespeare right. in like yeah. English literature. The king. We few, we happy few. And they don't have him do it. No. They change it up for like modern sensibilities. They for went, the king and St. George Terminal. <laughs> That's what we do. They went uh, HBO's Rome on it. It bothered yeah. me. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Because uh, the whole movie, I'm like, I can't wait for him to drop the Shakespeare. Uh -huh. And it's it's a great speech. Yeah, but I don't want him to get, drop the Shakespeare. We're not doing that. Mm -hmm. if, if, if we were doing the play, then yes. But we're not doing the play. This Let him do else. the speech. I mean, else. he gives a speech and it's good. Antony didn't do the speech on Rome. You know, Brutus didn't say a two Brute when he killed Caesar on the show. And, and I think that was the way to do it. I, I wanted the speech because he's already given a speech. Let him fucking do it. I like when history is uh, sometimes separated like that. If you want the speech, go watch the play. You can mm. you can do that. You know. Mm -hmm. I, know I feel like in we this go on YouTube movie, and watch like famous actors recite it. Probably. I wanted to watch this famous actor recite it <laughs> as he's playing King Henry V. <laughs> By the way, Brits, how far you've fallen? Because you have an American. And du French dual citizen playing Henry V. Oh my! Yeah, you couldn't find up. a young Brit. <laughs> <laughs> the shame, Brits. Now you know what it's like when you steal all our superheroes. <laughs> Same thing. Shame. Superheroes, legendary kids. <laughs> all right. So the battle. Now we can talk about the battle. Yeah. 
I think it, we did. It's fucking awesome. It's fucking awesome. It's fuck. It looks amazing. It's, it's so great. Cool. It's grimy. It's gritty. It's dirty. It's you got like guys horses. drowning in the mud. Yeah. I love when you see the aerial shot of the knights and they can't even swing mm -hmm. because they're just being tossed left and right. And yeah. They're trying and they can't. You know. Right. Now it's just who gets exhausted and passes out first. It was great. <laughs> I love when Robert Pattinson shows up and he's like, "Now you will fight me one on one," yeah, and he yeah. can't stand in the mud and he's yeah. slipping mm -hmm. around. And they all they all just swarm just him. him. Just get him. Yeah. Well, it, Timothy Chalamet is like thinking about killing him, and he's like, "Nope, he not worth chance. it." <laughs> and he puts his sword in the middle and just lets like the Frenchman tear the yes. Englishman tear him apart. He had his chance to do a one on one. He didn't want to, and now he shows up to like save face last minute. Mm -hmm. Fuck him, and he I dies. And now they're storming around. They're cleaning the battlefield, and he finds Falstaff, and he's very sad. Mm -hmm. And he comes up, and everyone's bowing to him. And as he's walking away, Falstaff is dead. Sad. So now it's like the character transition. He goes, kill everyone. Yeah. Kill yep. all the prisoners. Yep. Right. So It's messed up. Now we get the part where he meets uh, King Charles of France. Now, here's, here's what I'm wondering. Is this, like, months later after, like, a full campaign? Or is it immediate? They don't really say. They don't really say. But he's still in the same armor. Well, what <laughs> happened in real life after Agincourt? Um, to be honest, I'm not sure. But I know that there will, there will be more ca campaigns in France in the future. Um, Judging from how they handled uh, the timeline... They made this seem like we got to rush through the story, right? You know, yeah. You could you could say like this was months, this was a year, he, this was a week. I it's not going to change the story. The, the There's probably another hour in the movie if they wanted, right? Right. The aftermath yeah. of all of the campaigning and all of the fighting will be he will be named heir to the throne of France. Oh, uh, real quick about the King of France, Charles. He's a psycho. <laughs> he's a he's a mad king. Uh, he believes his body is made of glass and that he will shatter. <laughs> like yes. uh, Mr. Really? Glass? Yes. They call me Mr. Glass. What's Mr. Glass? From Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Oh, is Samuel, Samuel L? L? Yeah, <laughs> Mr. Glass. <laughs> um, yeah. So he will be named uh, essentially King of France, re Regent. Um, in real life. In real life. Yeah. France is conquered. Mm -hmm. France is gone. Um, when Henry dies down the road. He does not live a long life. He has a, sh he has a short reign. Mm -hmm. um, He's dead at 35, Henry. Yeah. His heir is, is a nine-month-old. Oh, that's not good. And this will allow the French to come back. Do you think that would be a good yeah. movie, The Child King, where like <laughs> the little like one-year-old is running around <laughs> like boss baby only? Like this, this, this allows France to, <laughs> to return. It may, if, if things went a little different, we there may be no France. You know, so basically his campaign, I looked it up, mm -hmm. the campaign of uh, like Henry V here marches through a bunch of other towns. He gets to the walls of Paris mm -hmm. and, you know, there's a big battle there and, you know, there's and treaties and shit right. and they leave. And France is done. Dunsky. When he gets uh, crowned, right, like you're the you rule France now, he didn't have to marry into that. Right. It was just like you're. No, he married into that. Is it I, similar to the movie, like Catherine, or was it like something? No. I'm not sure when it happened. It may have actually happened before all of this. Yeah. But yes, he was married to her. Um, okay. All right. They got that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, they got that right. right. But, nice. But here's the scene. The one I, ha I hate and I think ruins everything. 
It's so wait, so, so modern. In the movie, he's back. Is it though? He got. The, I like the scene between him and Charles. Yeah, mm-hmm. where Charles is just like on the boat. You, you're I, a great king. He's such a, a beaten man. Yeah, he's yeah. like you have won. Like, you are the conqueror. Yeah, right. Take my daughter. But then he walks into the room with her, and all of that is taken away from him. Mm-hmm. She talks to him like he's a piece of shit. She, first of all, okay. The line of the movie <laughs> that ruins everything. Okay. Let's talk about her for a second. She is a princess of France, born yes. in the royal family. Yes. She's been raised knowing that you know there's going to be an arranged marriage someday. Um, there's no reason for her to view him the way he, this is a great man. He just conquered all of France. She should be terrified of him, but instead she talks to him like he is a little boy, like piece of shit. He's also just killed thousands of people. She should be terrified of him. And she says the line that is just so stupid. All monarchy is illegitimate. Yep. What is this? No one would ever say that. No one. No, no, we're, we're in the 1400s here. Guys. Yes. That's a bad line. <laughs> That's for modern audiences. It, it, it's that is just nonsense. It's so fucking stupid. Yeah, it ruins the whole movie. Do you know what I think that is? That is legit. There was somebody writing that line mm-hmm. that doesn't understand what a monarchy really is. Like it it's just su- they just don't get it. It's like <laughs> I'm a. It, it screams I'm a person in 2019. And yeah. look, I agree yeah. with that statement, but it doesn't belong in the movie. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Um, and she, and yeah, and his woman empowerment shit, which whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she speaks to him and is like, you have to question things. Yes. You, everything you are is stupid. We never you, sent an assassin, you stupid idiot. Yeah. And yeah. then she's proved right. She's right. right. Yeah. And the guy, you know, the guy who in William. the, is a, William, who's a real guy. He was not fucking a he's traitor. Kind of, he's kind of been like his main advisor the whole time. Yes. Other than uh, always seems death. like a good dude who's always like right. propping. Always him has up. his best interests in yes. heart. Which no. goes back to his, what his sister said. Right. You know, you gotta just keep right. an eye on everyone. And he was removed from person. his post the second Henry V took power. Oh yeah. Yeah. In real life. Yep. And so, they make him like the villain. The almost. villain. And yeah. Henry and like I set everything up. I started this war. This is how peace is your, forged. Your right. peaceful nature was wrong. Uh-huh. You needed to be a warmonger, and right. I showed you how to do that. This is right. how peace. I'm is really pulling the strings. Right. I'm, you stupid millennial. I'm the old guard. Right. I'm big business. I'm the you stupid Gen Zer. I know everything. Uh-huh. You yep. old. You young hippie. You don't understand what it's like. You're right. And then what happens is the young Gen Zer has to kill the old way. Yes. And. Put down the old person who is wrong about everything. Yeah, okay, boomer. Yup. Yeah. And he has to put him down. And then he goes to his wife. I gave you a kingdom. And he's like, you were right. You are a woman. You yeah. need to show yeah. me how to live because I can't do All it All it cost was one diplomat. <laughs> one <laughs> self-respect <laughs> of one, one English king. <laughs> Tell me, Captain. <laughs> you say he got Garricked? <laughs> he got Garricked. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We worship Garrick for doing it, but we hate this guy for doing it. <laughs> it's the same thing, guys. It's the same thing. No, it's different stakes. Yeah. Yeah, the English is actually real stakes. Dude, we could lose the whole Alpha Quad. Yes. If the Romulans <laughs> don't come in on the Allies' side. I'll admit this. That's, that stab was cool. That it was, stab it was, was a cool, cool kill. Yeah, it was a cool kill. I, I liked the William story. 
I didn't dislike it. I also I liked the, the to Catherine me that, story. To me, because it fit. That last fifteen minutes are the mm-hmm. worst things in the movie by far. Yes, her telling him what's up, mm-hmm. and then you know we have to kill the old. I'm a Gen Z. I got to kill the old guy who led me astray. Right. But you don't think it fits with the story? No. It does. But it, it does. It, it works. fits with their movie. That's what I'm saying. It, wor- what I'm it works yeah, yeah. for the movie. Well, right. because this but movie it's so divorced from, from reality. From reality. Yeah. Of he's course, a, he's of a Gen Z king. He has a blank stare on his face the whole time, and he wants to sleep in bed a lot. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he has a blank affectation. He's a Gen Z. But I think it fits so well with the film. No, that's not a Shakespearean style. No, not really. I have not way really. less of a problem with the scene with William than I do with the wife. I think they're both bad. Because, um, like, when you think about it, this guy was tricked him. It's a, it's a modern movie you know? twist. It doesn't need to be there. Mm-hmm. You it's know, imagine you were watching Braveheart, and at the end, friggin', uh, what's his face? A monk. At the end, Robert the Bruce turned, it was, turns out it was Robert the Bruce in the armor. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's a twist. That's a good no, 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 twist. No, no, no. no I'm not say. saying that. It's it's not even Robert the Bruce. It's Monk who is like advising him and helping him the whole time. Mm-hmm. Was actually doing it to grab land in Scotland for himself. That's it's like it's I started this off. whole war to help myself. Right. It's, it's completely different. Not too far off. But let's talk about Catherine for a second. Okay, the okay. real person. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. She is actually one of the most important people in English history. Oh, did you know this? I'm ready to learn. Obviously, gives birth to Henry the Sixth. Mm-hmm. Henry the Fifth, as we know, does not have a long life. She begins a love affair with someone you may know by the name of Owen Tudor. So she's, I guess, the matriarch of the Tudor dynasty. That's a show, right? It is. A show. That's a modern <laughs> show where it's like old. By modern, steamy, you mean like right? fifteen years ago? It's steamy. It is steamy. It's yeah. got uh, the it's got one hot guys and girls. Who pl- Natalie Dormer is, oh, yeah. plays yeah. Anne Boleyn. On isn't Peter O'Toole in it? I don't know. And I think Henry I think Cavill. Sam, Sam Neill is. I oh. watched the first season. When okay. It did you like it? I did. Um, I don't know how I'd feel about it now rewatching. That or Downton Abbey? <laughs> well, I mean, I hear Downton Abbey's pretty good, so. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Wait, there was one last thing. Well, you were saying how important she was. I should do the tutors, which is pretty insane. Was she like a strong, like, character? charismatic person because she seems like that in the, this film i don't know much about Hard her personality to say about a woman in you know sure yeah <laughs> 1400s but yeah so she starts the tudor dynasty but do you know the actress playing her in this movie do you know who she is no i don't she is johnny depp's daughter oh. also known as one yoga of the leads Hoza. of yoga hoses yes <laughs> one of the worst movies ever is that the worst movie you've ever seen no, Skinnamarink is. Wow. It's worse than Yogos? I would oh, rather, yeah. I'd rather watch Yogo Hosers no any day of the week than just stare at a blank wall. At least Yogo Hosers you could laugh at, right? Mm-hmm. Might not be what he wanted us to laugh at, but you could laugh at it. There's some fun to be had you know watching I mean? it with your buddies. Right. Skinnamarink, there's no fun. Yeah. I gotcha. And that was The King. That's The, That's king. the king. Yeah. A weird movie. Yep. I liked it. I, I did liked it a like lot. it, and then it, it let me down. I liked it a lot. Yeah, I, I didn't. I wasn't there's good down. things and there's bad. Yeah. I I like when endings are not like the happiest and there's some like shadowy nonsense going on. I, I like that. Brian is handing oh, me something. We got the drawing. There we go. It's drawing time. It's drawing time. Yeah. So what do we got, Ant? 
This is a dead caterpillar with its legs up in the air wearing sneakers. Like it's like one of those caterpillars from Mario. You know? Right? Your description is fantastic. Your description is so good. It Wow. This is f- What is it? It could be All right. It's it's circles and lines. That's all it is. It's circles I honestly don't and know lines. what this I don't know what this is. Is this the council? Is this what am I looking? Is is this? It's a crown. That's not a crown. That's not a crown. Those no, are that's the pointy parts of the crown. <laughs> that's not a crown. Holy shit! This is just the, the worst, worst drug <laughs> <I've> ever <done. laughs> Every episode. This is the, he might be right this time. Honestly, this I drew that one. I was like, this is one of my worst ones. <laughs> this is so. It could be like people on a ship. <laughs> oh my god! Ow! All right. And what do you rate this? Hard, 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 hard to rate, right? Yeah. Because it is not a bad movie. No, it's got some. It's got. I some have problems it. with it. Yeah. But the movie's genuinely good. Yeah. I'm gonna give it a five. Oh, it's low. Because like I said, it's the most inaccurate thing we've ever done. Mm-hmm. It is painfully modern. Mm. But at the same time, it's well made, it's well acted, and it is engaging and good. So I have to just split the difference and I'm giving it a five. Okay. Gotcha. How about you? I am a little higher than it. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I feel like these past couple of episodes, we've went in ascending order inadvertently, yes. and it's really yeah. weird. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to be a seven and a half. Seven and a half. All right. I gave this really high. Yeah. I gave it high. Not perfect. Uh, I was anticipating. Can I guess your score? Yeah. Nine. Yeah. It's a nine. I knew it. I like it a lot. Um, I think it's everything I wanted to see in a medieval movie that I didn't get to see. When it comes to battles and stuff like that. I have nothing bad to say about the battle. Battles are cool. That brought it so far over the top for me. I think the story was well crafted. Mm -hmm. I liked the betrayal stuff. I even liked the the Catherine part where it's like Mm -hmm. she hates him because he was the bad guy. You know, at the end, it's like he was a villain. They made him the aggressor. Right. uh, And you were rooting for the villain the entire time. Right. You know, I loved that about it because Mm -hmm. it puts you in a position to where it's like, oh, I'm kind of a piece of shit. What made you pick this? Just curiosity. I was uh, scrolling through Netflix one day, and you know how like it plays like a little clip, mm-hmm. and it's, uh, it's it was recommended if you like Twinks, and it like was all <laughs> Timothy Chalamet movies, and he was like, "Hot dog!" <laughs> <laughs> Turned into one of the little rascals. <laughs> uh, they did this chant like King Henry King in the ad, and uh-huh. I'm like, "What is this?" And I look, and I saw the battle scene with the knights. Uh And I was like, this is, I got to see what this is about because I've always wanted to see that and I've never seen it done well. Right. It's just, it's been done, but not like that. Not recently. It's all old. Yeah, not not in the in the vein of like realistic melee battle with knights. Like there was people getting stomped on my horses and drowning and and the hits aren't immediately killing and it, it was great. Right. I, that's why I picked it, and that I got exactly what I wanted. There's a movie that just came out. Uh, I think it's called Medieval. Mm-hmm. It's about the Hussites. Uh, I'd like to see that. 
I, I think that's probably a in 2022. It came out. Yeah, Michael Caine's in it. Is he? Yeah. Well, I, I, we're not. A pick I don't know much yet. about it other than what than like it's about the Hussites. But that seems like something we should probably did it check look out uh, as, far as, as far as medieval warfare is concerned. It looked good with the warfare. I, I saw the, tra- the trailer looked decent. Okay. So well, you yeah. can pick it. You know, yeah, down day. the road we'll, yeah. we'll get there. I don't. I don't want to go back to the medieval warfare. Yeah, you don't want to so dip soon. into the well too much. Um, yeah, that, that, that's it. Is that's that March? It. Is this the last film of March? Uh, uh, I believe so. We did. Uh, is gangs first? No. Or is that in the middle? Private parts. You guys know this already. Private yeah. gangs and <laughs> this. So yeah, this is the last of March. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, another month. Another, another month, month down. We are getting dangerously close to the year. I know. It's when almost did, a full year. When do we hit a year? 52 episodes. 52 episodes is a year. We never skipped a single week yet. Yep. We have not missed, and I'm very proud of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, so we're probably past when we started recording a year, right? Oh, we've been recording a mm-hmm. year, mm-hmm. but the show, we're not at launch yet. I believe we launched in May? We spent, I think we're a month behind, right? Because we spent a month recording yeah. and getting everything together before right. releasing. So, yeah. There you go. Yeah, no. Well, thank you for for being with us. Yeah, Guys. I look forward to uh, another f- like forty something episodes. Of, yeah, let's keep going. <laughs> forty episodes, and that's that's it. And then we're just like, fuck it. Yeah, we're, we're done. Yeah, we're done. Enough. Enough. Enough's <laughs> enough. People are sick of us. I'm with you. Yeah. <laughs> Leave them wanting more. They say. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha. But yeah, thank you for listening. We're at fifty episodes for no. watching. No, no, we're close. We're close. No, we're we're over forty. In our time, episode 40 is dropping. It's our time down yeah. here. Yeah. In our time, episode 40 is dropping this Wednesday. Right. Ah, okay. Yes. Yeah. Great. So, that's it. All right. Well, yeah, like I said, thank you for listening and watching. And what what should our reviewers? Perceivers. 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 Are we going with perceivers now? That's what I want. I want reviewers. I want perceivers. I want, I'm on the side of the people. <laughs> You're the fucking civil war guy. You're evil. I'm the dolphin. <laughs> um, Look at Steve with his large <laughs> cock and tiny balls. Yeah, <laughs> I flipped beach. it. Yes. <laughs> um, like and subscribe. Smash the bell. And raid Shadow Legends. NordVPN. NordVPN. One day we will have to do. You know what? I'm going to get raid Shadow Legends for our first sponsor. Please I do. promise you that. <laughs> and guess who's do. reading it? Please do. <laughs> I can't wait to use my warlock. You <laughs> know, my warlock? my you know, I love using the warlock. Do they have warlocks? I don't know. Can but we download I, it? Listen, I, I watch fucking Kings and Generals and Epic History and they all love Raid Shadow Legends. Oh, so they, they might support us. <laughs> Who knows? We get we get a couple of listens. I'll tag them. I'll tag them in the next one. Let's see what happens. Mm. Uh, also go to our sponsor Displate. <laughs> Do you know Displate? No. This or is that too nerdy for I you? I don't know this one. What, what is this, this one? It's like you put a magnet on your wall, and they send you different, like, custom metal prints of things that you could switch out and have different wall art. That's kind of cool. So it's like one week you could put Mandalorian up, the next you could put whatever, and they're like metal prints. Oh, is it all like that bullshit? You it's can't like cool. it up. It's kind of cool. I, that's what it's I no see. Fine at, art. That's what I see advertised. I don't that know. That is about our fine, fine art now. Have you not been in our society the last like twenty five years? Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> all right. Yeah. That's By it. the way, um, oh. you guys have been to the Met, right? All, all many times. Yes. Um, medieval art. Yes. Is some of the coolest shit in there. Mm-hmm. And 
I was that, that's what I was thinking about before when I was talking about the colors and shit. Yeah. Like if you go go to go to a museum if you can. If you have the means and the time. Go to a museum. <laughs> And just look at what the Middle Ages really were. You, you know? sound like a PSA at the end of a reading rainbow <laughs> or like a wishbone episode. Well, I'm glad we can bring up LeVar again. Perceivers, you know what to do. <laughs> the perceivers will go. Yes, right. yes. For LeVar Burton. Think of LeVar. And what see, he the re- would do. I, we don't need to do this because the reviewers, they already know that it was colorful. They don't got to see it, they're a higher class. Cut to July 4th. Steve is in like blues. Anthony's in gray. <laughs> Fighting on a battlefield. Ricardo Vasquez is with Aunt Dennis. He's, he's going to have like uh, six Steve. people. I'm going to have at least 50. Listen, my side has to make its own government and build an army and a navy. You know, we're not inheriting what you guys have already built, you know? We are the scrappy underdogs. Paddy <laughs> goes and fights for beaver. <laughs> Articles of the perceivers? Yes. <laughs> Sesh. All right. <laughs> I want to give a big thank you to Tell Him Steve Dave, Bry Walt Q, Get Him for Lannister Core down in the studio. I want to give a big thank you to everybody for listening to the show and or watching on YouTube. Thank you so much. Please like and subscribe. Follow us on all social media. Give us a rating or review on iTunes. It helps potential sponsors find the show. Follow us on all social media, our view history pod on Twitter, reviewing history pod everywhere else. You can email the show reviewing history pod at gmail.com. You can send an email to the show. I just said that at reviewing history pod.com <laughs> at gmail.com. I meant to say, go to the website reviewing history pod.com. We should have merch up by now. Go take a look. Um, Follow me personally on all social media at Brian Rupert. That's Rupert with two P's. Follow me on Letterboxd. I rank and review every single movie I watch. Thank you all so much. We will see you next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye.